0: Good morning, today's class is in the Refusha of Yerchemel Diyan V'tova V'Rasha, Siyan Ben Tov Tova Leva Danim Ben also in the successful of Elisheva V'Adavaga, Diyan Ben Elisheva, Also the success of of Florida, we should have any, the cases of COVID should go down, and with we shouldn't have any lockdowns, and Hatzlacha for the governor, uh, Ron DeSantis. May Hashem help him? He has, he's very helpful with the Jewish people, he's a very God-fearing person, Hashem should bless him. And everything he does. Okay, Tuesday night's class is going to be a class on anxiety, how to conquer anxiety, the spiritual causes of anxiety, methods to, to conquer anxiety, because I know today people are going through a tremendous amount of anxiety, and we're really, really going to that. So today's class is a really, really amazing class. It's going to be on Lesson 76 in Kute Maharan, and we're also going to do Likute Halachot. Likute Halachot on business dealings. But what Rav, Nachman, Rav did, Rav was Rav disciple. He basically took, Rav Nachman advised them, please take a halacha, take the Shulchan Aruch, and expand on it. Give us the Kabbalah of the Shulchan Aruch. Give us the reasons for everything. Give us the, 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 the backbone. Give us the, the hiddenness behind everything. So what did he do? He took a basic halacha, and he took it to a halacha, and he really, really expounded that. And every single halacha has a whole different connection to something else completely. Like, for example, we gave the, the analogy of uh, breaking bread, the baking bread itself, when we say, Hamotzi Lechem In when we say, Hamotzi Lechem In it took 10 steps to make bread. This is why we say, Hamotzi, we put, we put 10 fingers on the hands, and we, we bless the hands with our 10 fingers, because it represents 10 steps to get to make bread, if you eat bread. And in ten, these steps, 10 steps refer for separating, uh, uh, cooking, um, mm. you know, separating the field, winnowing, All the 10 steps. But the bottom line is Reb Reb is telling us that these 10 steps resemble the processes of birur. Birur means refinement. That means when we start coming closer to Hashem, there's always a separation good from bad. There's a lot of cleansing going on. We don't just show up on the big day and say, here we are. Before we get to any spiritual high, there was a lot of yisurim, a lot of cleansing that, that we had to go through. So just like bread, in order to make bread, hamotzi, the perfected whole object was after the 10 steps of constant uh, cleansing, the same thing. When we want to get to what we want to get to, first you have to get cleansed. And you have to be purified. And this resembles bread. So You're thinking about tshuva. That's me doing tshuva. These are the 10 steps. Or azamra in the morning, you know, waking up in the morning. We gave a class on how a person should wake up in the morning. He should awaken the dawn. He should awaken the, the good points in himself. So the way azamra is a lesson on, on self-esteem and, and finding the good points. This is exactly how you should wake up in the morning. So rise like in the morning is zamra. So that is where you're going to take content on, on business. But every one of this is a world of its own. <laughs> It's a world of its own. One class is a world of its own. And we the, key, the greatness is to be able to take the physical and, and connect it to the spiritual. That means everything's a meditation. Everything becomes a meditation. It's not like I go meditate uh, five, day, five minutes a day in some uh, app and I check out and this is my meditation. No, my life is a meditation. My whole life is a meditation. My marriage is a meditation. Everything's a meditation. Because you're putting, you're seeing God's light in that. And that's the meditate. You're focusing on the light of God in that situation. And then everything becomes one. And then everything, and this is how you build, build the rest. The problem is, is when, when we disconnect the life force from the from the object. This is where all the, the concept of Chava, control and... and and these negative emotions come from disconnecting to the source. But if you're connected to the source, everything is everything's being created as we're talking. This is the whole point of being connecting to everything, seeing everything as one, seeing a struggle as as building a vessel, seeing as a as a, as a problem having a per- person having a, a failure as a chance to create a new vessel or a chance for for to prove to God that he's loyal to him. Every, everything's one. This That's very, very important, and this is the way Rab Nachman wanted us to live. He wanted us to live in this very, very high consciousness, that don't let this world, don't let this heavy world, stay light in this heavy world, be above, be above. You don't have to get caught up in, in, the, in the world of fright and anxiety and all that, you could be way, way above. This is the whole message of Rab Nachman's living in a completely different consciousness, living with calm, confidence. Knowing when to bittle, knowing when to surrender, knowing when to run, knowing when to return, knowing when to cry, knowing when to smile. There's a the time for everything, as Shlomo HaMelek says. There's not one time. It's not, here you are, here's your life in Zaygezon. That's not how, <laughs> every moment is a different moment that has to be connected to a different situation. One day you're crying out to Hashem in, in, in prayers, another day you're thanking Him. Another day you don't even have strength to talk, another day you're, you're dancing. And every day, it's a, it's a new energy in the air, and a new way to connect. Is it good or is it bad? It is what it is. It's that energy you have to connect to at that moment. This is why this whole Parsha that's coming up now, Ray, I'm blessing down. We're going to hold a whole different Torah on that also. God is giving you a blessing and a curse, but the light comes down without meaning. You're the one that gives it the meaning. That's, about that's the Chidush of the Chidush. The biggest thing, if I just told you, God does not change, and light comes down without meaning. That means if you're in a synagogue and you have twelve different windows, and one window's yellow, one window's red, one window's green, and all of a sudden you see a green, a green, uh, a green, a green light or a yellow light, it's only because the sun is hitting the window that's green. It's causing that light. The same thing. We are the window, and we can decide what the light means to us. Bottom line, we can decide what that light means. The light has no. God's light is undifferentiated, there's no light to it. We create it and we give it meaning, bottom line. That's what it is. That's the story of our lives. So really when we're, when we're mad at the world, we have to look at the mirror. <laughs> when we're mad at our wives, we have to look at, our, we have to look at the mirror. The, basically the, the, great, the greatness about a mirror, it's so simple. It just reflects who you are. And I've seen this concept. When I've, when I've completely changed myself, everything else changes. When I ch- haven't changed myself and I'm depending on other people's to change, that's where the real cause of, 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 of pain comes in, in this world. So Lesson 76, before we got on a tangent on, on, on this concept. Lesson 76, from Nachman Tagus says something amazing. And everybody's into this law of attraction. We're all into it. We're going to talk about a little bit about this concept of a law of attraction. But what is Rav Nachman saying before? He said this 250 years ago. Rav Nachman says here, Behold, looking is comprised of a direct light and a reflected light. Vision spreading outwards is a directed light. When it arrives back, intended, it comes back as a reflected light. Stand very simple. I look at you, it reflects back at me. If I, look at, if I focus on good things, good things focus back at me. If I focus on the negative, the same thing. Light reflects exactly what you focus on. What you focus on is what you feel. Bottom line. And that determines your state. The essence of visual perception is the power of moving and spreading outwards. The impact on the observed object on account of this, the impact of the power of vision bounces back to the eyes. Thus, we see visual perception is comprised of direct light and reflected light. And the power of vision spreads. So basically, what Nachman is telling us here, that whatever light a person, whatever he focuses on, is what he gets. He creates a vessel by looking. Looking itself creates a vessel. The main way, to says, saying no to, that looking creates a vessel. Namely, dimension and time. Before a person sees an object, it lacks dimension and time. But by looking at it, he acquires them both. This is what our sages taught. He made you suffer and let you go hungry and he fed you manna. Because one who sees what he eats cannot be equated to. From we see here, that means the blind are never satisfied because they can't see it. A blind person is never satisfied because he can't see the food. This is a very, very important concept. That when we're not satisfied in life it's because we're spiritually blind to that situation. If you recognize that, that everything in life Everything in life, if it's a physical thing, you will never be satisfied with it unless you're more spiritual. The more spiritual you are, the more you're satisfied with physical things. But the, the less spiritual you are, the more blind you are, the more lack of satisfaction you need. That's the correlation in life. A guy who's all, who, who all of a sudden, he, work, he keeps on, he keeps showing Herbert. He's married. He's satisfied with his wife. But a guy who's not spiritual, he gets married. How could he be satisfied? What's keeping him satisfied in his life? As our sages say, stolen waters are sweet. If he's not satisfied, where do you think he's gonna get satisfied? So spirituality makes you satisfied. Eating, if I know what food is, I know it's, there's, a, there's an equation. Satisfaction doesn't mean I have to stuff my face. Satisfaction means I, this food gives me a certain amount of energy, and my body can hold a certain amount of energy. If I eat too much, I'm going to be constantly exhausted. So the same thing in life. The more spiritual you are, the more you're satisfied with things in life, which the more blessing you'll be. As the, the whole pasak is a person should eat, be satisfied, and bless God. And what happens when you bless God? God blesses you. So when a person's satisfied, he blesses God and then God blesses him. When a person's not satisfied, he doesn't bless God, so how does he get the blessing back? You understand that in concept, this is why the word sova is a combination, so, sova, the name of sova is, is, means satisfaction, it's a combination of God's name, Elohim, and your Vavke, in a, in a very expanded form. So satisfaction is a very, very important to say, thank you, Hashem, I'm happy in the moment, I'm satisfied. This is the best way for a person to attract more blessings in his life. That he's not even going to think about where the blessings came from. They're just going to come to him because he's in a state of satisfaction, and he blesses God. And when he blesses God, he attracts more. But when you're walking around with no satisfaction, nothing's good, you're not going to bless God. So what do you think is going to happen? You're going to, get, you're going to find more things you're not satisfied Today, your business is not good. Next thing you know, your, your marriage is not good. Next thing your kids are disrespecting you. Next thing you're know, there's no satisfaction. The empty pit. So the more spiritual you are, the more satisfied you'll be. The more satisfied you'll be, the more bless, the more blessing more bless, the more blessing you're going to give to God. And that's going to create a, a, more of an abundant life for you. the reverse is too. It's true. So this is a very, very important of being besimcha, being happy, is being satisfied. And the way to, greatest way to show that, specifically we're gonna talk about this concept of business, is giving charity. Giving charity is a sh- form of showing satisfaction. Hashem, you gave me so much that I'm giving away money. Instead of walking around saying, I don't have, nobody, I, I'm, I'm short on this, I'm short on this. That's not showing satisfaction. That's showing lack and poverty. We don't want to. We can't attract abundance in a poverty mindset. I hate to tell it to you. You can't attract a soulmate if you're in bankruptcy court, emotionally. Imagine people going to bankruptcy court, and and, and what do you think you're going to get at bankruptcy court? Imagine me. I went to driving school six years ago. Who do you think was there? I mean, who do you think was there? Great drivers. The worst of the worst drivers, because at that moment, I was a terrible driver. And what do you think I ended up with? Not the elite, terrible drivers, bankruptcy court, people that, have, that don't know how to manage businesses. But that's not the time to get into business with them. But the same thing in life, we, we get what we attract. I hate to tell it to you. That's why all the emphasis has to be on working on yourself, not on the outside world. For this reason. So Reb Nachman says, one who's, satisfied, bl- one who's satisfied blesses God. One who's not satisfied is blind. This is because somebody who cannot see lacks definition. And it says here, right before we say, et yadecha every single day, right? We open up our hands to look. But first we do we do something first. We say, everybody's eyes look up to you. With hope. Then you give them sustenance. So with this potech yadecha, I open up my hands by the word, the, the, the Pesach first saying, first I have to create that vision. That vision first creates the, the direct vision, causes the, the, the other light to come down, the directed light and the reflected light. Then I can open up my hands and be a receiver. It would just say, open up your hands and receive. No, I can't just open up my hands and receive without creating Looking, because looking is what creates the vessel. And looking itself is an aspect of trusting in God. This is the word, how Ram Nachman says it. Because, and he gives us the definition between two different people. One person with trust, he could see very far away. He doesn't need to get close to the object. You ever see people that have a hard time seeing things? They need to get very close to the object to see it. I need to see it to believe it. But people with trust they don 't need to get close to the objects they have a trust and they believe in it. they believe in it and this is the difference between people who take action and people who take who are constantly waiting on the right moment to take action. You just take action because at the end of the day when you have trust, you recognize this is a process anyway. this is not some end of the game. Uh, prize that's gonna come at the end of the rainbow. It's a process that the, the vessel constantly gets bigger and bigger as I go through the challenges, and as I go through that, very, very simple. You'll never, successfully will never spend time on waiting for the perfect moment to, 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 to get going. They get going right away, and they learn on the way. They just learn on the way, because they have trust. And trust makes you make decisions, and trust gives you vision. And this is the difference between a visionary. But Reb Nachman says, how do I attract things quicker to me? He's saying very simple. He's saying in this Pasuk, Reb Nachman teaches that trusting in God is the aspect of looking. Turning one's eyes to God and trust creates the required vessels of dimension and time through which we receive Shefa from on high. Just as one mind comprehends, and contains an object through their properties and parameters, so too trusting in God is necessary definition to create the boundaries so which bounty and livelihood comes to him. Rabbi Nachman explains that Shefa is constantly descending from on high, but is w- it is without a vessel. It's constantly coming, but without a, po- a-, a vessel. The proper Sachalchman explains that Bithachon's role in creating a vessel for Shefa, the power of vision a person uses to concentrate on the bounty he seeks, food, shelter, blah, is the aspect of direct light. When he infuses it with trust, what happens, this impacts and creates a reflected light and returns to him as a reflected light. You bounce a ball, you throw a ball at somebody, the ball comes right back to you. So we have to ask ourselves in business, in situations, how much time do I spend looking up, and how much time do I spend looking at people? How much trust in God do I have, and how much trust do I have in people? And this is where the puzzle says, the one who trusts in God will be surrounded with mercy, but one who trusts in people will be cursed. Because the, the, the key to getting the dimension in time is to be able to create that vessel. And this is where Rabnachman says laws regarding business dealings. That one should not partner with a Gentile. So you shouldn't transgress. You shall not mention the names of other gods. Can be understood from this lesson. Because what's going to happen, some, somehow you're going to trust in him. You're going to end up going to court. And then you're going to have to swear in court by, by, in God's name. He's already telling you there could be a problem if there's no spirituality between the partners. This is going end up, you're going to end up going to court. You're going to end up suing each other. But if you have this aspect of trust, two people are put together in a business deal. They both have trust. What happens? That spark gets elevated and good things are done. But if two people have no trust in God and they're, all they're doing is worrying about control, paranoia, fear, etc., you know, how, to, how to screw each other, then that spark, eventually you're going to end up in court. And then end up in court, you're going to end up swearing by in a, in a secular court by God's name. Unfortunately, this is the... The formula. So this is where Shulchan Aruch is giving us the direction a person should rather do business with a Jewish person than that. Obviously don't think because should press the business with a Jew that you're going to be safe from it. There's all kinds of Jews out there. There's, and just because somebody's Jewish doesn't mean they're 100% kosher. Doesn't mean that. We're far from that. But we want to focus this on spirituality and consciousness of the person. And there's non-Jews that are very, very spiritual and you know and they're very very correct and everything i hate to tell you so sometimes it's it's really we're talking about the person but but, the, but here what he's saying in urkhaim is you're going to end up the end result is going to be there's going to be a problem you're going to end up in court etc as explained here Nachman saying for i am i am for god is exalted yet sees the lowly from the most high from afar this is from a psaltal 138 before a thing is seen, has no boundaries by looking at something engraved in one's mind through which it obtains a boundary. This corresponds to the greatness of trust, for trust corresponds to looking. All eyes hope for you. And we know, by the way, the same thing applies with fear. Because the more I focus on the fear, the more fear happens. As Job says, the thing that I fear came upon me. So how many people are, are today are so, have so much fear they're actually attracting the problems that they're having? This is, you know, this is the placebo effect, The nocebo effect. The nocebo effect is the direct opposite of the placebo effect. That just people imagining symptoms, they end up developing symptoms. They had a whole whole, um, whole test on this on cancer cancer patients. That they gave them sugar and they told them it's chemotherapy. They tracked these clients throwing up, losing their hair. The same effects as cancer because the body already produced based on the belief. Which is unbelievable. So whatever you focus on, is what you get. Bounty always descends above, but it's without a boundary in time. What Max is going to tell us here, that the more trust you have, the more things you're going to attract, and the less you're going to depend on your own mind to figure it out. That means when I'm trusting in God, I'm going to already attract. The reason why I'm going into business in the first place, is to exercise that. Just like you go to the gym, you're exercising, pulling and running, uh, pushing and pulling, pushing and pulling. The reason f- for you to go to the gym is nothing more but to get strength, etc. The same thing. The gym and business is a, an exercise in trust. That means you, that's what God gives you opportunities where you have no clarity, where you don't, you're not guaranteed tomorrow, where business deals fall apart. What do you do now? <laughs> that's where you need to focus on trust. That's where you need to focus. This is where you exercise trust. Because when you're in a situation, remember, as we, Isaac just said, about the partial, the partial we just read, the lure of prosperity that God, unfortunately, we believe that the otzim yadaim, my hands are the ones making the money. Be careful not to think that you're the one making the money. And that this could be the ultimate curse. But you see today, the more successful people are, the more they drift away from God. Because they start believing that they themselves are the, the cause of the money. But here he's Nachman saying the complete opposite. You have to always remain constant contact. You know, every time you see, you get emails, what's the, who's the constant contact? You have to remain constant contact, and you have to recognize your business Forget about who's in your business, what you're doing, whether you're selling masks, or you're selling tomatoes, or you're selling bread, or you're a caterer. The whole the whole purpose of the business itself is just for God to give you light in that business. Doesn't mean that's the business that's going to give you that. He, you could be selling shoes to Eskimo, you could ice to Eskimos if you, if you wanted to. Doesn't mean the business. We sometimes we get married to businesses. We get married. We try to... No. He puts you in this business. He wants you to be successful. He puts you in... And he gives it to you in that business. That's why you should never marry a business. Like you should never marry a stock. Sometimes people lose a lot of money because they get emotional with their stocks. They get emotional with things. But at the end of the day, you have to look at a business as nothing more than an object where God, that God blesses. And the way you receive that blessing is by, by completely living with trust. And the more you trust in God, the more you're creating this direct and reflected light, and that creates bounty to come to you at the time. It's exactly the power of attraction. The law of attraction. Exactly the law of attraction. I attract what I focus on. And this is why the, the Jews in, 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 in the wilderness, they, the man did not come down once a month, Costco version, Every day. Because God wanted them to have a constant contact, to look up to them every single day. It didn't come, they had to look up. Tomorrow, it was not there. Every single day, because God also wants you to focus on having focusing on the blessing of today. He doesn't want you to think about tomorrow. He wants you to focus on today's task. And tomorrow, you're going to get a different task. He doesn't want you to all of a sudden accumulate and thinking, okay, if I accumulate enough, then I don't have to turn to you, God. I lose my connection with you. But if I know every single day, I have to look up to you. So when we get to this concept, when we get to this concept, when we think a little bigger, instead of becoming victims, we start saying, creator of the world, thank you for the constant contact. You didn't make me like a snake that eats, the, that eats all the dust of the world and doesn't have to check up with you every single day you giving me so you're giving me these checkup calls these wake up calls so i can practice focusing on you and as I, more i focus on you the bigger the vessel i create and once you get to this point you will live anxiety free you will live anxiety free Something happens in business, okay, we're ready to do, trust more. This is what we said before. You never want to tell a kid you're stupid or you're smart. Oh, you did good. oh, what a smart kid. Oh, you didn't do good, what happens if he doesn't do good? Oh, you're stupid now? No. What do we say? If, if a kid did well on the test, what do you tell him? You worked hard, that's why you got the test. You didn't, you, you, you got a bad grade. You're not anything. You didn't work as hard. So work harder and get the grade. There's no labels. So the same thing with trust. Sometimes, sometimes things go a little sour in our business because sometimes we're not focusing on our creator. So what do we need to do? Get depressed and escape, or we need to say, you know what? It looks like my 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 vision broken focus. I've been focusing on, on on competitors' businesses and I have not focused on my creator. I've not created that direct light and, and physical light. And believe me, I'm a businessman. I am a businessman. I'm telling to you, this works. Business is is, is in spirituality. The only reason why you're in business in the first place, is is to practice looking up to God. That is the only reason why you're in business. It's to create the constant every single day, looking up every single day, looking up to Him, creating a new vision. And when you live like this, you, get, you fulfill, get the fulfilling of the bracha that God gives us every single day, that your emuna is reawakened every single day. A person gets a brand new day. He lives in that constant con- consciousness that every single day is a new day. And he believes that through his prayers, everything could change from one day to the next. I mean, look at in Florida. We had a thousand cases, now we have 21,000 cases. In a blink of an eye, all of a sudden from cruise control to, to chaos goes to show you, everything can change in the blink of an eye. And it can go back to a thousand cases tomorrow. But look at, the, look at the constant shift. In life. When you build trust, you have energy. Every single day is a brand new day, just like the mind. But when we don't have, we don't look up anymore. We stop looking up, and we get anxious, and we start looking down. And when you're in a good, it's true, but when we're in a good mindset, what are we doing? We're looking up. We're happy. But we're not in a good mindset. We're looking down. And this is what Reb is telling us here. And he says, just as just as he sustained our ancestors with the wilderness and the forty years in the manna, they never lacked anything. The only reason why, because we we have to devote a business deal. The only reason why we're in business is because we don't have enough bitachon. It's because we lack enough enough trust that that we have to create this. And for bounties, and this is what I'm not saying, bounties always coming above, it's just coming without dimension and time. And when we look up, we're able to create that dimension and time exactly when we need it. So if you want to live like this, and you want to recognize, you want to attract something when you need it, the best way to attract it is through trusting, through creating that trust. For when one trust in God is very strong, one thereby creates a vessel and bounty, and, and, when the, and he receives the, the, the bounty for, in the marriage of the trust. And it doesn't matter what business he's in. God will put him in another business. You know how many times all of a sudden we had, a, we had, a, we had an issue with a big insurance company because we had so much volume. They're like, okay, we're canceling your contract. No reason. And all of a sudden God gave me the idea to go into Medicaid and do other things. Oh, because of that trusting, when you trust in God right away, okay, what's the solution? What's the solution? You become very resilient and 99% of your mind is on the solution versus a victim. Why is this happening to me? I give classes. I give charity. I can't believe this is happening to me. What's going on? No, this is not what we want. This is self-pity. I need self-pity? You need self-pity right now in your life? What's that going to do for you? What what does self-pity do for anybody today? It does nothing but exhaust you and get sympathy from people and nothing, nothing comes out of it. No vessel, no light, And then you have to get out of the video. First, you put yourself in self pity mode. Then you have to get out of self pity mode. And then you go back to focus. So it's an exhausting process. Getting into it, now you have to psych yourself out of it. And then once you're out of it, now look at all this time that got wasted on self pity. There's no time for self pity. You have bitachon, something's not working, focus more on. The Lubavitcher Rebbe. Many people came to the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and they asked him, "We're having problems with Parnasa." He says, "I didn't tell you to do more business. I told you to trust more." The Lubavitcher Rebbe was always focusing on bitachon, bitachon, bitachon. Trust is because this is exactly what it is. This is exactly what creates bounty to time exactly when you need it. Worrying stops this process. Anxiousness stops this process. Being depressed about money, stop this process, because you can't look. You can't look. Looking is trust and, and clarity. And this is why when a person understands that, if you're not looking, imagine walking in the street, not looking, up, not looking. What are you going to do? You're going to crash into people. <laughs> you're going to crash. Walk in the street, not looking. Would you ever do that? You're going to crash into people. But when you look, you have clarity in your vision. This is exactly, and it says the only reason why God puts us in certain situations is because He wants to enlarge in our vessels to give, us the, the, uh, to give us methods on how to trust Him. And He puts us in very difficult situations where you on your own sechel cannot figure it out. It's only by believing in Him and you, that you see miracles that would have never come out before. How many times has that happened to us? I've had that tons of times. So what are you doing? If you know the formula works, use the same formula. And also, why wait for things to get bad for you to use the formula? Rabbi Nachman says, I want you to do what you do in the end, in the beginning. What you do at the end, you should be doing in the beginning. This is a very deep concept. Don't wait till the end, do it in the beginning. And, the, and it says here, the Israelites in the wilderness were indeed sustained solely by trust which corresponds to manna that came down from them without any effort or business or dealing on their part. It was through the merit of Moshe that gave them the dot and consciousness that the generation was a generation of dot because once the consciousness is there you feel abundant you attract. But if you're in a very low consciousness right the more low the less I trust in God the more I think I need to do more to make a living. But the more I trust in God, the more I focus on Him, and the more I let go. And the more I attract. And the more I give. But you can see people, the more scared they are, the more they double their efforts, it's like a hamster on the wheel. Keeps on running. And they think, oh, more, 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 more. It's actually going against them. Because they're not, they're not a, they're not, these people are left to nature. They're left to teva. Go ahead. You want to go kill yourself? You want to, you want to kill yourself? Go ahead. Go. I'm going to leave you to teva. Not that he punishes the person, but he leaves the person. The person does not trust in God. He leaves them to teva. Here you go. You want nature? Enjoy nature. Enjoy nature. Enjoy the Bidens. Enjoy the Fauci's. Enjoy, enjoy. Welcome. Enjoy this world of Teva. You're living in 2021 with Teva mentality, a nature mentality. Yes, you will be at high anxiety. You will be in high anxiety and you will have no hope. This is the Teva mentality, but we, we don't have to live like that. We live on trust. and Therefore, the only reason why you're in business in the first place is to build your trust. That's the only reason why. So that should be your mission statement. My business is there for me to build bitachon in Hashem. That's it. Take your eyes off the individual things and this is not working. Oh, something's not working. More trust. It focuses you, focus us always to go back to trust. Bitachon, 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 bitachon. When you do that, then the bounty comes to you. But remember, God wants to give to us. He wants us to be successful. He believes in us. But He wants us to create a vessel. That's all he's asking from us. Create a vessel. Because if I give it to you without a vessel, it's not gonna last. Imagine a person who's all day long thinking about themselves, begging God, God, I need to get married. If he gives it to them at that time, he doesn't know person doesn't know marriage is all about giving, not about receiving. He, that person's in a receiving mindset, then he's asking Hashem for a partner in marriage. He's going to be destroyed first round. There's no vessel. You go into a marriage with a receiving mindset, an expectation mindset, how you won't even last till the Buster Douglas did. Uh, Tyson did on the Buster Douglas flight. Right away, it's all about giving marriage. has no vessel to get married. There's no vessel. There's no Kaylee. Because he's going in there the wrong way. So the same thing, God's give, wanting to give to us. He wants to give to us. It pains him not to give to us. And this is why He gives us tough luck. Because He wants you to work on yourself, so He can give to you, so we can, He can be happy, and you can be happy. And He could stay with you. This is why we go through so much pain today. Because our vessels are not big enough. Unless you put yourself out of your own comfort zone, and you create the vessel on your own, then God gives it to you. That's the law of attraction. That is the law of attraction. So again... Stop thinking about your business, the, the people, the, that's just a platform to Hashem provide for you. One day a customer could say yes, one day a customer could say no, it's all from Hashem. Stop thinking about the customers, stop thinking about the this, stop getting involved in the details too much. You focus on bitachon, obviously you do what you need to do, and then let go. And make sure, you're a good judge of character, at the end of your day, how was your day? How much control did you have? How much trusting did you do in accounting? You know, today, from two to three, I forgot about, I didn't look up one time. Remember, the whole purpose of, of this exercise in business, what Renatham says, is to establish trust. And that is creating, that is looking. Looking up creates the vessel to come down. May Hashem help us all, but we should all spend more time trusting and letting things come to us versus forcing things to happen through anxiety and panic. Let it come to you through bitachon, like the man. And also, the, re- don't, the person has to stop losing his mind. Well, how, how, what am I gonna, what's going to happen tomorrow? You had a good day today? That's today. Tomorrow is a whole different world of its own. That's another reason from the man, that every single day has its blessing. You don't want to get up and all of a sudden think about tomorrow's blessing because then you stop from today's blessing. Or yesterday's, yesterday's failure shouldn't affect you today's, today's production. How many times do we bring yesterday and tomorrow into our days today? This is why it's very important that doing business itself is, is an exercise in trust. It's all you doing. Imagine going to the gym. Would do you go to the gym? You don't go to the gym to drink a smoothie. You go to the gym... <laughs> To exercise your muscles. You're going to work. I'm going to bitachon. I have a, 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 today I'm going to bitachon at 9 o'clock. And, I'm going, and that, that's what I'm going to. I'm, I'm practicing my bitachon. Don't go to shul. Don't go do. And then disconnect at work and say work has nothing to do with, uh, with spirituality. That's where you're completely wrong. It's all one. It's all one. It's all sparks that have to be elevated back to our Creator. Have a great day.